Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, beginning with verse 19. Jesus said, Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. And then skip to verse 24. Jesus said, No man can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and money. I have an announcement to make this morning. I've been thinking about this for some time, wrestling with it. Um, it's not really a decision that I wanted to make, but... I felt that it was needed that I make it nonetheless after talking with many of you. My, my decision that I've made is simply this. I, I have decided to never invite Jesus to preach at Palmetto Baptist Church ever again. Now, it's not that I have anything against Jesus. It's not that I don't like him. I mean, what's not to like about Jesus? Even the children liked him. Um... But I have found that it is very risky for me to invite Jesus to preach at our church. And so I'm not going to invite him anymore. I mean, if I knew that if I could invite him and he would preach on love or grace or mercy or even hell, which he did from time to time, uh, you know, if I could count on him to, to preach on love, grace, mercy, heaven, hell, and pretty much stay with those subjects then I wouldn't have a problem really inviting him back to preach. But, but I've been talking with some people, and I know that the chances are pretty high that if, he, if I invited him here to preach, that's not what he would preach on. I mean, he might, but the chances are he wouldn't. And I've been, I've been talking with some of you about some of the things that you think we need to have preached about, some of the things that you'd like for whoever preaches up here to preach about. And after talking with you, and thinking about it, I've decided that um, I'm not going to invite him back. I hope you're okay with that. That I'm not going to invite Jesus back. I'm just afraid of what he's going to preach. Now, uh, sometimes I will get on a little uh, bandwagon and, and I will ride for several miles on that bandwagon only to find that I'm on the wrong wagon on the wrong road. And so I don't trust myself to just make a decision based upon my own research. So I decided before, I thought that before I, I made the decision not to invite him, I ought to ask not only some of you, but I ought to ask some folks who know him. And so I have some friends that I called up. I, I called up uh, my friend Matthew. I said, Matthew, you, you, you knew Jesus pretty well. You heard him preach a lot of times. Well, yeah. He said, in fact, I recorded more of his sermons than anybody else did, more of his teachings than anybody else. After all, I was the one who recorded, you know, the greatest sermon that was ever preached, the Sermon on the Mount. I said, well, Matthew, in all the times that you heard Jesus, have you ever heard Jesus preach on this particular subject, the subject that I'm afraid that Jesus is going to preach about? I told him the subject. He says, oh, oh. 
Oh, yeah, I, I heard him. I heard him preach on that subject before. He said, in fact, the moment that you asked me about it, he said, I, my mind went to a, a time when, when we were hearing Jesus preach, and he said this. He says, I, 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 I heard him say, not to store up treasures on earth, but store up treasures in heaven. And in that same message, I heard him say, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I said, well, yeah, that was certainly a sermon that included this subject that I'm afraid he's going to preach about. Was that the only time you ever heard him? And he said, well, no, there was another place where I heard him say, nobody can serve two masters, you can't serve God and money. And I said, well, that certainly, that certainly sounds like he was dealing with that subject that I'm afraid that he's going to preach about if I invite him back to Palmetto Baptist Church. I said, was, was there anything else that you heard him say? He said, well, he said, I, I remember him telling us one time to stop worrying about where the next dollar is going to come from. Told us, told us to look at the sparrows, how God takes care of them. Stop worrying about what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear and where you're going to go and what you're going to drink. I said, well, you see what I'm talking about, Matthew? He says, I sure do. He said, I even remember one time he told us about a story about what the kingdom of heaven is going to be like. And he said, it's going to be like uh, this, this man going on a journey who called his servants together and he entrusted to them everything he had. And he says, to one he gave ten talents, to another he gave five, and to another one. I said, Matthew, what, what is a talent? Is that an ability or a gift, kind of like singing or teaching? He says, no, 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 a talent was, was a denomination of currency. I said, oh, I kind of like it better as an ability or, an, or a gift. He said, no, it was currency. And he did a whole series on that one story. I said, wow. I said, Matthew, I'm glad that I came and talked with you because obviously, obviously, you are an expert in the messages of Jesus. And obviously, when you heard him a lot of times, he preached on this subject that I'm afraid he's going to preach about. Matthew says, yeah, but you might ought to ask somebody else too. And so I said, well, okay. And so I called up my friend Mark. And Mark never, never met Jesus personally, so far as we know. Mark never personally heard Jesus teach, but, but Mark wrote a memoir, a gospel. You, you have it in your Bibles. It's the second book of the New Testament, and, and we believe that he got much of his information, maybe all of it, from Simon Peter. If Simon Peter were to write a gospel, it would be the gospel of Mark because Mark got most of his information, if not all of it, from Peter. And so I, I called up Mark and I said, Mark, I know you didn't, hear Jesus teach or preach personally but you talked with Peter and man if anybody ever heard him Peter did because Peter was one of the closest associates of Jesus I mean even within the group of 12 disciples he was in that inner circle of three did he ever mention to you about hearing Jesus preach about this one particular subject that I'm afraid he would preach about if I invited him back to Palmetto Baptist Church and Mark said oh, plenty of times Plenty of times he preached about it. In fact, I remember one time the Pharisees came up to him and they had a big question to him about taxes. Do you think we ought to pay taxes to Caesar, the Roman emperor? They were trying to trick him, you know, and Jesus asked them for a coin. And they gave him a coin. He says, whose image is that? And they said, Caesar's. He says, give to Caesar that which ought to go to Caesar and give to God the things that ought to go to God. He said, I remember that. 
I said, well, that's, the, that's something that Matthew didn't even tell me. So let's add that story onto the other stories that Matthew has already told me. What else can you tell me about it? He said, well, I do remember one time we were in church when we ought to have been paying attention to the worship leader, the minister of music. We ought to have been paying attention to the sermon. But instead, all of us disciples and Jesus, Peter said, we're watching the offering plate go by. We were watching the offering plate go by, Peter told me. And he said, we were watching what people were putting in it. And some folks put some big checks in that offering plate. Mark said, but I remember Peter told me that there was one particular lady who came by and she put two pennies in there. And we thought, yeah, that lady ought to be ashamed of herself. And Jesus turned around to them, Peter told me, and said, you know that woman right there put, put the two pennies in? She gave more than anybody else. She had nothing left when she put it in. Nothing. And I remember, Mark said, that that, that kind of made Peter a little bit angry because he thought, my goodness, are we supposed to put everything in so that we have nothing left? That appears to be what Jesus was saying. He didn't compliment any of the other folks who put in their checks but had money left over in their accounts, but he complimented and praised that woman. I said, thank you, Mark. You told me things that even Matthew didn't tell me. That that further, further urged me in the direction of never inviting Jesus back to Palmetto Baptist Church again. But I thought, well, I'll, I'll ask some more people. One of my best friends in the world is Luke. I like Luke because I like to sit down and listen to the stories he tells. He tells stories like nobody. Luke never did see Jesus either. He had to go by what he'd, what he'd heard from others. But I do know that Luke interviewed a lot of people. He interviewed Mary, the mother of Jesus. He interviewed several of the apostles and disciples. And so Luke was a, he was a, a physician, and he was meticulous in gathering information and making sure it was right, making sure that we had correct information. So I went to Luke, and I said, Luke, I know you interviewed a lot of people. Did you ever hear any of them mention Jesus speaking on that one particular subject that I'm afraid he would preach on if I invited him to Palmetto Baptist? That one particular subject that my people have said, come on, we don't want to hear any more of that. Luke said, well, yeah. I heard him talk about it. He said, in fact, one out of every three things that Jesus said in my gospel was about that one particular subject. One out of every three things he said. I said, wow, that scares me to death, Luke. I'm not going to have this man come to my church if there's a 33 and a third percent chance, one out of three percent chance that he's going to preach on this particular subject that my people don't want to hear about, that they've told me, don't talk to us about that. We don't want to hear about that. God doesn't care about that. Luke said, well, I don't know. He said, one day I was in, I, I, I heard about him being in a crowd, and there, was, there were two brothers who came up, and one of the brothers said, hey, Master, Jesus, tell my brother that he needs to divide the inheritance with me. We're having an argument over it. It was a family who had had a death in the family, and like uh, so many families, it occurred that they were fighting over the inheritance. Isn't that a shame that that happened? Isn't that a shame? I know, I know, I know several families who've had deaths in their family, and they're going to end up giving more money to lawyers than they do to each other. 
Luke said that Jesus looked at him and said, Who am I? Who am I to divide between you? And then he told him a story. He told him, he said, watch out. Be on the guard against all kinds of greed. And here's what he said. He says, the ground of a certain man produced a good crop. And he thought to himself, what am I going to do? I have no place to put my crops. I have no place to put my money. And he says, this is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns. I'll build bigger barns. And then I'll store all my grain and all my goods. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty. You have plenty of goods. You have plenty of money in the bank. Take it easy. Eat, drink, be merry. But God had a message for him, Jesus said. You're a fool. And in Jesus' story, Luke goes on to tell me, the man died, but his barns stayed. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Our bank account stays. Our barns stay when we go. I said, well, Luke, that just, you've told me something that Matthew didn't tell me. You've told me something that Mark didn't tell me. My goodness alive. And Luke says, that's not all. He said there was another place where Jesus told another story. He said there was a rich man whose manager was accused of wasting his possessions. And so he called him in and he asked him, what, what am I hearing about you? Give an account of your management. Let me audit your books because you can no longer be my manager and the manager said to himself, what am I going to do? He's taking away my job. So he, he went out to all the people who were his debtors, and, and he, he made financial agreements with them. I said, wow. And then in that story, in that crazy story, Luke says, Jesus said this. He says, I tell you, use your worldly wealth to gain friends for yourselves so that when it is gone, you'll be welcomed into eternal dwelling for who." Can be trusted with very little, can also be trusted with very much. But if you can't be trusted with a little bit, you can't be trusted with a lot. And if you can't be trusted with worldly riches, who's going to trust you with eternal ones? I said, Luke, I can't go talk to my people about that. I can't have Jesus to come talk to us about that. Jesus will be run out and I'll be run out. Luke says, well, that wasn't the only time. He told me that there was a rich man. There was a rich man of noble birth that he went to a distant country. And while he was there, he, he appointed, had to have himself appointed a king. And he called his servants. And he gave them money. And he told them, he says, I want you to put this money to work until I come back. And, 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 but his subjects hated him. And they didn't use that money in a way that the ruler wanted them to use it. He said, I remember Jesus talking about that. I said, thank you, Luke. I said, you've told me something Matthew didn't tell me. You've told me something Mark didn't tell me. The three of you have told me things that ne neither one of you repeated the same things that you told me. But I decided I'd go ask one more person. There was one person who more than anybody else was closer to Jesus. In fact, there were times when they'd be seated around a table eating, and this particular person was seated beside Jesus. Sometimes he would lay his head against Jesus' shoulder. John, old John. I thought, if anybody can help me here, it's going to be old John. So 
I asked my friend John, I said, John, you were closer to him than anybody. Did you ever hear Jesus talk about this one particular subject? He said, yeah. He said, I remember it was about a week before he was killed. We were up in Bethany where Lazarus lived, and we were having, we were having uh, to have dinner with him, and we were, we were, we were in the, the, the living area, and Martha was in cooking the food. We could hear it. We could smell it. He said, I could still remember the smell of the food uh, cooking in the oven, and we were talking with Lazarus and some of his friends, and Mary came in, and she had this, this alabaster box of ointment a container, a flask of ointment, and she broke that thing. I remember that I jumped when she broke it, and then she rubbed it all over Jesus' feet. And then she had long hair, and she would take her hair and dry the oil off Jesus' feet. And he says, I remember looking at that, and I could tell by the smell of it that down at the market in Jerusalem, it would take a year's salary to purchase the amount of perfume that she poured out on his feet and she gave every bit of it and he said I remember it I remember it vividly because Judas was there and he started reprimanding her for wasting money that that perfume could have been sold with it could have taken the money and given it to the poor and he said I remember that Jesus looked at him and said said the poor you always have with you but me you do not always have with you she has done this to anoint my body to be buried so I talked with Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and every one of them said that Jesus talked about this subject. This subject that I'm afraid he would come and preach if I asked him to come. So after I interviewed them, I decided I'm not going to invite Jesus back here anymore. It seems that Jesus talked about this subject all the time. What was the subject? It was money. Jesus talked about money. In fact, would you believe that one out of every seven verses in Matthew, Mark, and Luke has to do with money? One out of seven. That's about 50,000 verses, and one out of every seven deals with money. Did you know that of the 38 parables of Jesus, 16 of them had to do with your money? Did you know that Jesus talked twice as much about money as he did about prayer and twice as much about money as he did about faith? In fact, he talked twice as much about money as he did prayer and faith combined. He talked about money more than he did heaven. He talked about money more than he did hell. In fact, the only subject that Jesus talked more about than money was the kingdom of God. What Jesus said about money in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, if you put it all together, and if it was assembled into sermons, it would amount to 17 stewardship sermons in a year. And I know how you feel about that. I know exactly how you feel about that, so I, I'm, I, I'm not going to invite Jesus to preach here anymore if he'd preach about heaven hell grace love mercy justice i'd invite him but as it is he'd probably come in here <laughs> he'd probably preach about money and lord knows we don't need to hear anything about money and that's what some of you many of you have told me you don't want to hear about money and so i figure if you don't want to hear about money 
then, well, you don't want to hear anything from Jesus. Let's pray. Oh, Lord Jesus. If I invited you to hear, if I invited you here to preach this morning, would you preach about money? Would you preach to us about how all of our money really belongs to you? Is that what you do? Would you talk to us, Lord, about how if we'd trust you with our with the money you have loaned to us, that you'd show us how you can multiply it for your use? I'm not sure I'm going to invite you back here, Lord. But Lord, how can I not? What in the world would we have? you weren't here. So Lord, change our mindset. Help us to want to hear the things that you want to say. Whether we like them or we don't. In Jesus' name. Amen.